Please be advised Mental Health Mondays deals with some heavy topics and subjects such as mental health, suicide, sexual assault and more. Please listen at your own discretion and please seek professional help if you are struggling. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Um, Today, there's no real topic today, it's just me venting. (laughs) As per usual, love a good vent. Um, Just explaining how I feel today, just in a really odd headspace to be honest. Um, I don't know, do you ever wake up feeling like everyone's against you or or like you've done something so majorly wrong that multiple people don't like you and you haven't done anything you just feel like people I don't know just like the world is angry at you for whatever reason because that is how I feel today I mean I'm also a little frustrated at a few different people for a few different things I had someone or have someone who I thought was a friend. We sort of drifted apart at one point. Um, just for multiple reasons. I, like I've said in previous episodes, you know, I pushed a lot of people away. But I, it's just odd to me that someone would quite literally beg for you to be back in their lives as a friend, nothing more. But then as soon as you agree to, you know, have a do-over or apologise for whatever you've done, they then, like, ignore you exist? Like, is that like a gaslighting thing? Like, they want to show or prove to themselves that they have enough power to bring you into their lives and make you feel bad for pushing them out. And then as soon as you come back into their lives, they completely ignore you. And I mean completely ignore you I don't get messages I don't get even just a like on stuff on certain posts or anything not that social media matters but it's just odd like why spend so much of your energy and time literally begging for me to come back into your life only for to not have anything to do with me like I've been sitting on it for a few days and and thinking about it and the only thing I can come up with is that it's a control thing And if that's the case, then maybe they weren't really ever my friend. There was something more sinister behind it, which is sad and weird to say more than anything. And like I've said, you know, time and time again, I could be way off. This could be me overthinking and spiraling as per usual. But I've had two people be really, really distant with me this morning. Like it's 7.11am my time and... I woke it up to some people that are just really off towards me. And then because of that, then I got to thinking about this friend and how they're sort of like acting like I don't exist. And good old mental health makes you spiral even more. But this is going to be one of those days where I'm just in my head the whole day. 
And it doesn't happen as often as it used to, but it definitely happens more than it should regardless. And I know a lot of other people who get like this as well. And I don't know, it's, it's quite a hard funk to get out of. Especially when you go to work in like an hour as well. That doesn't help. Especially with my work at the moment. I just want to strangle someone. <laughs> but that's a whole other issue. I suppose when it comes to getting out of the funk though. Like it usually takes me at least a day to get out of a real bad funk. But there's always ways of, you know, trying to get out of it or moving forward or even masking it, which I do not recommend. Don't mask how you feel. Accept it and try and work through it because it just makes you worse. But, you know, I'm not going to go into my work day with so much negativity. I'm going to try and start fresh, sit down, Play some absolute bangers as I like to do first thing in the morning and just get some shit out of the way. And hopefully, if it doesn't, um, if it doesn't fix the issue, it should at least help my mood. Yeah, there's so many different things that people have recommended to help get me out of a funk, whether it be walking or running or a bath or meditation or music or movies and I feel like I've done it all I've read the self-help books I've gone to therapy I love a good bath but it doesn't really ever get me out of a funk I sort of just rather than soaking the worries away I tend to just sit and dwell in them so that helps I think sometimes as, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like sometimes you need to be in a funk. Because once you get to that low point, you then, once you finally get out of it, provided you get out of it, and obviously we don't want you to stay in there forever, but once you get out of that funk, you feel so much better. It's like when people say you need a good cry sometimes, because it's so true. I will cry out of nowhere, I completely burst and break down for a good hour or two and then same day next day I'm feeling so much better about myself or about the situation or you know whatever the case may be and I feel like that's the same sort of scenario with being in a funk mentally is it's almost like you spiral down and it takes so much energy out of you that when you finally do arise and reappear and feel somewhat better about yourself it's almost like starting fresh. Weird analogy, but it's almost like when a, um, a snake sheds its skin. It's like you're leaving an old self or an old part of you behind. And that's how I feel when I get out of these funks. It's like a section of my brain or a piece of my mentality has been left behind and I can move forward. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a permanent fix or I feel fantastic for the rest of my life because this happens so often. But it definitely still makes a difference and it definitely still feels like somewhat of a relief. 
problem is, is that sometimes for me that I spiral so far down that I can't get out of it and then that's when I'm in a deep depression for multiple days and I don't eat a drink and just stay in bed or I try to push through work because I primarily work from home and it just makes everything worse. So you've definitely need to find that balance and figure out what's right for you and there is definitely no right or wrong answer in relation to how you handle and deal with your emotions or your funk or whatever situation you may be you know you got to find what's right for you And I've been in that place where you feel like there is nothing and I've self-harmed and, you know, the suicidal thoughts and all of that sort of thing. And it definitely is very uh, far and few between how often that happens now, but it still happens and I'm not proud of it. You know, if anything, I'm quite ashamed of it. I shouldn't have to get to a point where I feel so low that the only option is for me to harm myself. And for me, it's like you, it feels like I'm harming myself so I can anchor the pain into one spot and let it release in a particular way. And that's so unhealthy. So, so unhealthy. Like, please, please do not take any ideas, um, you know, out, out of whatever I say in any episode when it comes to this subject and topic. I am not a therapist. Please, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. This is my... Um, this is how I deal with things. This is what's worked for me but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you so please if you're in this sort of funk or you're that depressed that you're harming yourself please stop please see a therapist it is not worth it um once again this is all my experiences and my situations I don't expect anyone to copy or relate completely everyone's situation is different but for me personally I definitely feel as though I definitely feel as though my lowest point my lowest point was when I was in um, my teens and this is going to sound fucking ridiculous and judge me all you want it is what it is it's in the past I don't do this anymore um but I used to sleep with rope under my bed so I could hang myself at any time. And obviously I'm here, so I haven't done that. Um, I have gotten to the point where I tied the noose, but I never actually took the leap, so to speak. Um, And I'm glad to say that I've never hit that point in... (laughs) 10 maybe 12 years no no it'd be longer than that I'd say about 13 years I haven't done something like that or thought about something to that extent in that way I have absolutely had suicidal thoughts but I've never had anything under my bed or pillow or within arm's reach and for me to be able to actually act that out 
which for me is a huge personal growth because I used to always find um, things not just in the house but in my room within arm's length for me to be able to hurt myself and it's not healthy, it's not the right way to go about things. But the fact that I'm able to now sit here and say when I get into a funk, sometimes it feels like a good thing because uh, you're coming out of it like the snake analogy again with the snake shedding its skin is huge. Like I have come such a long way for me to be able to do that. Now that doesn't mean that I am perfect or fixed in any way because fuck oath I'm not. <laughs> Definitely not. But each step is a step forward rather than a step back where before I was just consistently walking backwards and I feel if if I was able to get out of that you guys are able to get out of that and it just takes finding the right thing for you the right fit for you in relation to how to move forward and and how to change that style of thinking We interrupt this podcast for a quick promo break, but don't stress, we'll be back soon. Ooh, I've been dying to try this place. Oh my God, me too. I've heard such good things about it. Welcome to the Crime Diner. I'm Cindy. I'll be cooking for you this evening. Here are your menus. Ooh, what are you thinking about getting? I don't know, murder with a side of cannibalism? What about you? Ooh, that sounds good. I'm torn between historical mayhem and the social injustice, maybe? Oh. I just want to let you know that each episode comes with dinner, dessert, and a specialty drink chosen by yours truly. Wine Dine Storytime has had a makeover, and we invite you to slide into the booth with us at the Crime Diner, where each week we will discuss a crime over dinner, drinks, and dessert. See you there! See, that wasn't too long. Now back to the episode. It's just been such an odd month for me. Um... Surprisingly, moving house has triggered a few things as well. I I think that's come from when I was younger. Um, When I lived with my mother, we moved literally every single year because she never bought a home. It was always rentals. And I think moving house for the first time in six years sort of triggered that a bit. Um, So I, I, I do feel like I have been off in general, but there's just something about today that's just been really unsettling. And feeling like I've done something wrong and not knowing what's what I've done wrong, if I've even done something wrong. Um so it's just a really odd feeling. Really strange. Especially sitting um the house that I've moved to is substantially bigger than the one that I used to live in and it just feels a lot more empty. Even with me and my two kitties, <laughs> um, when I'm working from home all day, it just, I don't know, it's a lot more space, a lot more time to think and, and 
deal and be with myself and I think that's also part of the problem which is where music comes in <laughs> like I've said in the past there is some absolute you know bands and singers that I can 100% thank for me being here still and getting me through certain times and certain situations and that will never change Music is my absolute life. You know, I have a Spotify mix list of almost 6,000 songs and that's forever growing. I like so many genres, so many bands, you know, different music will put you in a different mood as I'm sure everyone knows. And I think that's going to be my day today is sitting in my safe space, which is my office surrounded by all my movie and horror um, collectibles and memorabilia and chilling to some music while attempting to work with some absolute dickheads <laughs> but that's a whole other story about my work colleagues but um, I'm gonna keep this episode short and sweet I know they've all been kind of short lately but I'm wanting to make sure that I record when I feel certain ways because that's the point of this podcast is it's mental health, but it's my mental health, you know, it's helping me talk through and get through how I'm feeling, why I'm feeling and what I'm feeling. Um, and somehow, for some reason, you guys actually listen to it. So I couldn't thank you enough. Um, this has almost been like therapy for me. It continues to be therapy for me. I've had Many of you reach out to me and say you relate to certain things and you quite enjoy my podcast and I thank you so, so, so much. Um, both podcasts are, are merely just hobbies. I'm not trying to make money. I'm not trying to grow to some major fame status. I just want to talk to you guys. I enjoy talking to you guys. I enjoy getting my thoughts down. And even if it was just one person listening... Or one person that reached out saying that I made a difference, that's all that matters in the end. Because my concern is you guys. My concern is hopefully providing some information and ideas and advice and starting the conversation about how we feel and why we feel and what we feel. So I thank you wholeheartedly for listening. I hope you have and a most amazing day slash week and you will hear from me again hopefully in a week bye guys thank you for listening to mental health mondays if you or anyone you know has a story to tell whether that is mental health related or even just an anecdote for my other episode in the week sweet and sour nuggies please get in touch with us via email or via our social links you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at ssnuggiespod, that is S-S-N-U-G-G-I-E-Z pod, or you can email us at nuggiespod at gmail.com. Once again, this has been your host Ebony and thank you for listening. 